We could, uh, we could go home right now. We've been blessed. Goodness. You know, it come up, Jenny brought it up, and then Jenny brought it up. and uh, We've got to change our perspective on things. We have allowed the enemy, we have allowed, the, we've allowed, as we've been passing through as ambassadors, we have allowed the enemy to convince us that the ways of the world are the way we're supposed to be living. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the areas of sin. I'm not talking about, you know, anymore. The young people have been trained through their parents and just been trained through the world that relationships outside of marriage is okay. And the world has taught us that, that uh, speaking languages that you shouldn't be speaking, cussing and carrying on is okay. And it's just a part of it. Well, it's not a part of it. We're, we're set apart. Grace covers all of the mistakes we make, but just to blatantly think that you can live in sin, but I'm not talking about that. Because that, that's what seems to come up when you bring up the areas that I'm going to be talking about today. I'm talking about just our perspective on what God's doing. Stop seeing yourself sick. Stop seeing yourself the way the world says you are. Stop, stop, stop accepting the, the, just the, the ways that the, the complaining and the griping and the grumbling. We're not, we don't have to have that. We're the only ones that have the hope to solve the problem. He's always, we, we sang about it, he's always working. He, he already knows tomorrow. He already knows my tomorrow. He already knows everything in my life. So his goal is to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to me because I have him living in me. And he's wanting to listen. He's wanting me to listen to what's being said and live that. Sickness is a part of the curse. Cancer is a part of the curse. All the filth is part of the curse. But we don't have to be a part of the curse. Well, what do I do about this sickness? You don't complain about it. I don't know who I was even talking to yesterday. Uh, oh, my sister Vicky stopped in. And we were just talking about just this. And, and I said, nobody cares. Nobody cares if my knee is hurting right now. Nobody cares if my back, nobody cares. Sorry, Jeremy, nobody cares that you've got whatever you got with your throat and can't talk. Some people probably glad you're not talking. But But I'm, I'm not saying that selfishly, but that's the way we are. What we should be, that's what the world does. That's what the world does. They're, they're, I'm going to quit asking people. I'm working on that. I, I failed this morning. I asked somebody how they're doing. We're setting them up to be a part of the world. Instead of saying, isn't it a great day? Aren't things good today? Now, they may come back with the wrong thing, but fact is, we're Christians. And we're not, I'm not talking in the area of being obnoxious. I'm just talking about just, I, I, I've got pure flicks, and I, I'm just always going there. And I watched God's Not Dead, the first one last night. So I almost said God is good that's in the show, if you've seen the show. 
He's good all the time. But why aren't we living that way? And if we don't change our perspective, we're getting pulled down a pipe. You say, well, well what if I have cancer? What if you do? If you really know him, it doesn't matter. If you really know him, you'll start speaking life over yourself, and maybe that cancer will leave. But if we're speaking the wrong thing all the time about our problems, and I'm real bad at making this statement. I, I, it would be a good T-shirt, but I got to quit saying it. The older we get, the better we were. Who said that? Even, the, even when in the Bible when it says 120 years, that's part of the curse. They were living six and seven and eight. And you say, well, I don't want to live that long. You would if you enjoyed what you got. Maybe I need to get to my sermon. <laughs> Title of the message is The Way of the Spirit. I want to live that way. Now, am I there? No. And like I've said the last three services, I'm preaching to me. So if you don't like what, if you don't like what I got to say today, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> We've got to change our perspective. Ecclesiastes, not Ecclesiastes, Ezekiel 36, 26, and 27, it says, I will put a new heart in you, and I will put a new spirit within you. Now, that's prophecy for what you got. That's prophecy from the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, that is telling you what Jesus did for you. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says in the, the Bible, it says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? You say, well, Pastor, I know that. I know that's why I'm reminding you. I'm reminding me. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm reminding me. We have exactly what it takes to live like we're supposed to live. If I'm an ambassador of this world in my section and my season of life, then I need to know that I have everything that I'll ever need for any situation, any circumstance that comes up is supplied. That's what an ambassador has. I'm totally taken care of, and anything that comes up, I can take care of it. I've got the answer. Why? Because I've got him living in me. I have got God living in me. He's there. New Living Translation, it says in Romans 6, 16, don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads you to death, or you can choose to obey, or listen, the word there is, to God, which leads to righteous living. Now, I'm not talking about the sin that I brought up earlier. We know in our heart. I'm talking about changing what the world is indoctrinating you with. I mean, watch the commercials on medications. It tells you it can fix you. Only God's going to fix you. But then at the end, it tells you how it's going to kill you. But yet we listen to it. I could go on and on the, the things that are slowly put in. Uh, you, watch a, you watch a movie now. You watch a TV series now. You watch anything now. And they've got to throw in homosexuality like it's normal and natural. Not according to the Bible. We're deceived. 
Well, don't you love them people? Absolutely, I love them people. But the Bible says that it's not normal. That's enough for me. If it's not normal, then why would I want to be involved in it? But yet, abortion. When I was in college, I was convinced it's, it, it, it's okay. The woman can do whatever she wants. It's her child because I was indoctrinated by the liberal teachers. I was deceived. That is not what the Word says. The Word says that you're murdering. The Bible also says that murder is wrong. But we're being, well, they have a right to do whatever. Who told you you had a, you're deceived. You're a dead man. You have no rights. If you're a Christian, you're dead to the old things of the world. But, 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 but what about grace? What about grace? Grace is wonderful. I'm getting things I don't deserve. I'm going to heaven I don't deserve. But I also have the spirit of God that I don't deserve to live a Christian life. Grace. Grace follows us. It leads us. The ways of the world. I pulled up another scripture this morning. I love another scripture. Romans 8, if you want to write it down, 5 and 6. Listen to this. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You say, well, there you're talking about sin again. No, 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 no. If I'm going to follow the ways of the world, my perspective is wrong. I am healed. Case closed. You say, well, pastor, I know you got a bad knee, but you know what? Since I've been changing my perspective, my knee is getting better. Now, am I totally where I want to be? No, or I jump off the stage. But the world's perspective is, go get it fixed. The world's perspective is, take, take drugs. The world's we, we, we've got pain medicine that can cover any problem you've got. Just take it all and take two or three extra so you feel a little loopier so you won't be thinking about anything in life. And, 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 and. Don't get mad at me. I'm talking to me. I want me to change. I want, I want this guy to trust totally. You will never convince me that I'm not going to heaven. I want to get to where I can say, you will never convince me that I'm not totally healed. Totally set free. Totally delivered of stuff that I shouldn't be thinking about and doing. Totally delivered of the demonic forces that, that live around. Totally delivered. Why can't I? Because I've been deceived. Because there's an enemy that's deceiving us every day of our life. And we've got to line everything. Jenny said it. This has got to be a light to our feet. Amen. Not under law. Under just, this is the best for you. This is the way you want to go. You want to follow. You, make, it, it, it's our choice. Proverbs 14, 12 says, there's a way that seems right to a man. But its end, but its end is the way of death. See, I, I, can, I can do whatever what a free will. That was brought up in God's Not Dead last night. That's really the bottom line. 
God loves us so much, he gives us a free will to choose him or not to choose him. You can, you by internet or maybe somebody here that has not accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, you, you can go straight to hell if you want to. Well, pastor, well, it's a choice. Now, I make mistakes daily just like everybody here. But the real me is who I've got to start living by. The real me is the perspective I've got to look at things in life. The real me. I mean, one of the, my greatest enjoyments in life right now is going to the grocery store. <laughs> and I was standing at the meat counter looking down at seven, eight, nine dollars a pound. And used to be you could buy the whole chunk for that. But I'm not going to allow that to deter me that he says I will meet every need you have. Now maybe I have to get piccolo instead of roast beef. He said, what's piccolo? I haven't ate that. My mom used to always get piccolo. I guess that's why it come up because I don't he gives he gives us wisdom and he even says in the scripture if you need it ask and he answers that's the exciting part about it but we've got to follow the spirit we've got to recognize that there's a way of the spirit that's so much better john 16 13 says when the spirit of truth comes and that word truth there the actual greek word is reality when the spirit of reality comes, he will guide you into all the reality. What's reality? Reality is who you really are. And reality is how you should really be living. Reality is knowing that everything's going to be all right. Reality is knowing that even if I've got cancer and I'm battling something that's pulling me down, it doesn't matter. Now, if you don't understand you're going to heaven, then you're walking in fear. Because you don't know what it's going to do to you. Now, I don't, I don't want to go through the stuff that's prior to it. Nobody does. But God's big enough. He said, my grace is sufficient no matter what's going on. I know your time. I know your date. But I believe in all my heart that we can expand that by living where we're at. And changing our perspective. Eddie was saying that he met a man yesterday that was 99 years old and still just as full of it. And in one hand, he carried a little Bible and it was with him all the time. He took it everywhere he went. And he decided he's going to go to assisted living, not a nursing home, go to assisted living just to be around more people. And he's given all his stuff away. And with this, he had on all his badges. For, he was in the service for how many years? Eddie, where are you at? 40 years he's in the service and he had all his military badges on his chest and then had served America. But God was his main thing in his life. I want to grow to be 99 if I'm that way. I don't want to be 99 if I stay like I am now. So something's got to change. And it's got to be my choice. Because I can, I can, you know how it is. When you quit, you lose it. 
I've got to keep going. Now, sometimes I don't feel like it. I've been working over breads, shoveling and stuff. And the last two days, I feel like my whole body's going to die. Because I'm using muscles that I haven't used. That's the best thing for me. And he knows. He just gives me all kinds of assignments. <laughs> we, we've got to recognize that we can be mighty in spirit. We can, we can be in that place of... We, we've got to be able to discern truth and discern and understand what's, what's crooked and who's lying and who's not. Uh, all you have to do is watch the news and you just go, I'm all confused. Well, quit watching it. Get the highlights and move on with life. Recognize that God is mighty in spirit in you. Jesus was sharing and they said about him, it said in, in, in Luke 2.47, it says, all that, all that heard him... All that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. Well, how? Jesus was a man, just like you and I. Never sinned. Why? Because he didn't do anything. He says in the scripture, I do nothing except what God tells me to do. Want to fix all this? Just do what God tells you to do. Young people, you get ready to get in bed with somebody that you're not married to? God didn't tell you to do that. It'll be nothing but problems the rest of your life. Gossiping, did God tell you to gossip? Lying, did God tell you to lie? Cussing, I can't imagine Jesus sitting around F this and F that. Come on. He said, well, pastor, what about grace? Well, what about grace? He loves you in spite of all your garbage and my garbage. I'm talking to me. I'm not talking to you guys. See, we can come to the place where our emotional life, which is brought in by the deception, our, our trashy emotion life, our, our, emotion, our emotions that dictate how we feel, our emotions that when we wake up and if the sun's not shining, we're mad, our emotions that if, if our husband does something that he shouldn't do, we're mad, and, and we're, we're trying to control everything. That's all your emotions that don't do you any good because if you're following the Spirit, your emotions are at peace. You're, you're, you won't get mad. You'll understand that God's still working on them. And you won't gossip about them. You'll just let God have them and you'll just be at peace and you'll just serve them and you'll just love your enemy. And you, Pastor, what are you saying? That's impossible. I'm sorry, it's not impossible if he said we can do it. But we've got to recognize our perspective has to start changing on life, on everything around us. Oh, well, 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 yeah, but this is happening to me. Yes, but you think God can't change that in a moment? In the twinkling of an eye, you think he can't change that? Chris and I just laugh all the time. He, he knows the system. He, he's come to that revelation that the system is so crooked he may never get out. But he said, I'm okay. Because in the twinkling of an eye, we'll be out of this. And we, it's saying what we're battling daily. And I'm like, Jenny, I know there's multiple families that are going through hard times. You think God doesn't know that? Where's our trust? 
Where, I mean, it's good to be concerned, but you don't worry about anything. You come to the place in your life where you say, you've got this. I don't know why I've got this, so I don't. As a matter of fact, remind him, the Bible says that as you are, so am I in 1 John. So it's always good to remind God what's going on in our lives and recognize he's got all this. Colossians in New Living Translation, or New King James, Colossians 3.15 says, let the peace of God rule in your heart. Well, how? By following the Spirit. Does your thought life line up with what you studied? Does your thought life line up with what your pastor has said? If you're not reading the Word. Does your thought life line up with just your moral code that's built inside of you? Does your thought life, does your, I had a situation yesterday where, where I, 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 I had a thought and I went, I mean, I just said, nah, what, what, nah, just how I did it. Well, I was sitting on the front porch. I'm not thinking on that. I know you're all so innocent here. Nobody has any, any wrong thoughts. You've got to take every thought captive. As a matter of fact, let me give you a way to take care of them thoughts. Take, listen to me, everybody. Put your, put your phones away, please. I'm giving you something that will change your life. Take every thought in conversation with Jesus. It's as though you are, as you're thinking, driving down the road, sitting at home, doing what you do, those thoughts are talking to him. Take every thought. So you can take your thoughts and you can go, he's not interested in that. He wouldn't want to hear my complaints. He wouldn't want to hear my lustful thoughts. He wouldn't want to hear my dishonest thoughts. He, 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 so you, you take that conversation and you take it to him and you watch how he changes your, your thoughts. He changes your direction. He changes everything in your life. He, he, he turns everything around. Everything around. If a thought doesn't restore, but divides, quit thinking on it. I'm, I'm trying to help you change your perspective. I'm trying to help you get to the place of understanding what we're going through in life. As a teenager, as an adult, if it's not restoring, then it's not God. So you get rid of that thought. You come to the place of recognizing if that thought's condemning. You know Romans 8.1 tells us there is now no condemnation of those who are in Christ Jesus. So you take that thought and you say, well, no, I'm not going there. You only take those things that will build you up. I love, I love Hebrews 4.12 because it says the word divides, separates your thoughts and your intents. So you say, well, Pastor, why are you bringing this up? Because I want us to come to the place of where we're following the things of the Spirit more than we're following the things that we've been deceived about in this world. Everybody says, COVID's going to get you. No. Well, people have died of it. I understand that. People have died of cancer. People have died. Of, people die. But it's part of the curse. Why am I leaning into it? Why am I not just fighting it? 
Why, why not I standing, like I said, putting on the armor of God, knowing no, no weapon formed against me will prosper? Why am I not standing against that? Because my perspective is so changed, I think that's the way everybody's living. And most people are, but not me. You say, well, who are you? I'm just telling you how we all need to be. Why? Because this is what the Word says. The Word says, I've taken, the Word says you're, you're going to heaven. The Word also says that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. Now, don't get under condemnation if you're still walking in something. Just change your perspective on what you're walking through. And watch how much better. You say, well, why are you so on this? Because I've had two years, can I, yeah, I'm going to say it. I've had two years of hell. But I told Vicki yesterday, I feel like I'm coming back to the person that I was. Even though many didn't give me the grace, I don't care. Why did, it, why did it take me over two years? Because my perspective was wrong. Does that make it easier? No. I, 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 unless you've lost a loved one, a spouse. Now, everybody loses moms and dads and that. But unless you've lost an immediate, half of me has been gone for two years. Still never, and it's never going to be back. But with a different perspective, I feel like I'm better. So that's why I'm trying to help everybody here that's going through stuff. Tough times. But you give it to God and you just rest in him. And he, it's, I'm, I'm amazed how all that I've went through in life, how he's took care of everything that's going on, and I've watched how he's made good things come out of the things that's went on. It's amazing. John 14, 16 says, He is our comforter. Listen to this. This is in the Amplified. He is our comforter, our counselor, our helper, our intercessor, our advocate, our strength, and our standby. What else do we need? But we've got to change our perspective that it's not the ways of the world that's going to solve my problems. It's not the stock market. It's not the gas prices. It's not the honey ham that Teddy loves that's getting so expensive. (laughs) It's the Holy Spirit living in me, and my perspective is you have got me, and you tell me everything you are. Now, thank you for doing it. And part of what he does in Scripture says that he reminds us who Jesus is. You say, well, really? Yeah, folks, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit is who's with you right now. Which is, it's all God. It's the same God. It's just his Spirit. So he wants us to start living like we're in the Spirit. He wants us to start living not in our emotions, which are fantastic when they're right emotions, but when they're wrong emotions, turn it off and come to the place of going, all right, Lord, you've got this. Thank you for walking me through it. You don't have to beg him, just thank him. Allow the peace to be your umpire, folks. 
Colossians 3.15. I'm closing up. You can come up if you want. And let, let, and let the peace of God rule in your heart. Well, well, Pastor, what do you mean by that? You all know when everything's okay and how it feels. Well, you can feel that way all of the time if you listen to it and you allow it to move in your heart. Let God have your situation and your circumstance. No matter how big it seems in your mind, nothing is bigger than God. He will take care of your situation. You speak life into it. You speak life into it. And, well, when do I quit? You don't. Even when it gets fixed, then you start thanking him for it. Matter of fact, faith is thanking him for it before you even get it. And trust in him. Let's close.
so difficult in the way in the way the world's going right now for us to get back to the right perspective. We cannot do it without you. So we're asking right now, Father, give us wisdom and help us see every time we're looking the wrong way to look back to you because you have already accomplished everything we'll ever need. It's finished. It's done. We just have to receive it and believe it and see our perspective looking nothing but to at you, Father. We give you all the praise this morning, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed.